The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Please visit pod617.com to learn about our podcast production services and view our full lineup of shows. Let's get bitchless. See, we actually do know what we're talking about. <laughs> I wore that f***ing tiara in t- until like four in the morning. Shut up, Nathan. Oi. <laughs> my, mom, my mom's here so welcome i'm deborah DeFrancesco. this is the bitchless bride podcast and as i teased on last week's episode with amy kimball i have lynn cohen who is my mother and she's with keller williams real estate Yay, KW. kw and no we're just giggling because if you heard last <laughs> week we were very inappropriate very. i was very, you were. I was. You and, the funniest yeah, so you part Carrie. about that is Carrie, you think no, I don't I, know that stuff. I blame you. <laughs> I blame Nathan. I, <laughs> Shut up, Nathan! <laughs> Shut up, Nathan! Oh my God, I'm gonna. You know what? I I sell. You know, stay bitchless, and I sell ditch the bitch. Oh, shirts. can I get a T-shirt? No, Please. stay bitchless. Shut up, Nathan. <laughs> Right? We're going to have a shut up Nathan show. I love it. Oh my God, that would be amazing. Yeah, Carrie's like, no, let's really do it. Let's really do it. We got to do it. So ditch, ditch the bitch and shut up Nathan. <laughs> shut up Nathan. Yeah. My mom was like, I'm speechless. Oh, poor Lynn. Lynn's like, why am I here? I speechless, even... just speechless. But okay, so I do, outside of my Lynn, my mom, you know, being awesome. I do want to explain a little bit about why I have somebody who's in real estate on my wedding podcast. Um, Lynn is an exceptional team leader for KW Real Estate. She's based out of Chestnut Hill, Massachusetts, but she can really go anywhere in this country as far as referral bases and knowledge. Big uh, network. A huge, like kind of like what we were talking about, big village. She's mm-hmm. been in real estate for over 20 years, and honestly to say she knows her shit would be an understatement because this lady, she knows it all. And maybe I'm a little biased, Mom. Well, um, it's part of my job to know it all. True. I have responsibility to a couple hundred agents that I call my other children. <laughs> but are they as much as me? Um, some of them are even more of a handful. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I like? It's funny. Keller Williams is all about achieving your goals as a potential buyer, as a potential seller, as an agent. And our industries are totally different. But I think those of us in the wedding industry, we also share with you that we want our brides to have it all and to achieve their goals too. So, I mean, I think the one major thing we should talk about is a lot of this happens together. Real estate and weddings coincide. Yes, so like you've got to live somewhere once you're hitched. And sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> But sometimes, I mean, how do you have it all? How do you buy a house and have a wedding and survive? I mean, I think that's like... They're two huge milestones that people often like to be like, oh, my God, I'm getting married. Oh, and I just put a down payment on a house. That's awesome. Like, and frightening. (laughs) Well, it's a lot to handle. But the truth is maybe they shouldn't call us real estate agents or realtors. They should call us housing planners. Just the same way that you call yourself a wedding planner. Because when we're good and successful, we have gotten in lockstep with our clients' goals and help them achieve it, whatever it is. Ooh, I like the housing planners. That's, Makes I mean, more it sense. It, at least it, it says does. what we do. Yeah, we'll have to come up with a better like catch to it. But I like mm-hmm. I like where you're going. It's like you're you're planning, and I. It's funny. My mom and I've always joked around that we should set up shop as a wedding planner, and like marry. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> Ooh, residential yes. consultant. There you Residential. Go. That's really con- good. Oh, see, there you well, go. My Carrie's mom's a writer. been in real estate for 
for years yeah. too. Oh, so there so you go. Much. Oh my god, such an important role. I More think. so, I think people don't really understand what in God's name we do. True. Um, <laughs> and and the truth is, I think they say that about your industry too. What That's do I true. need a planner for? I know what I want, and I can go and buy it. Right? Exactly. Well, no, but exactly. And, so true. And and my mom was there when I I've I've bought two houses in my life, bought one, and then and sold you weren't and bought... easy. I wrote about not being easy. I bet she like... was a bit of a therapist. <laughs> I thought you were easy. I'm sorry. Oh, oh, here I we go. That's what she said. <laughs> I... Sorry, Lynn. Okay. Sorry, sorry, Mom. No, don't, you okay. don't have to be sorry. She's so sorry to my mom. No, sorry I to can my actually mom. hold my own, but I'm being good, oh. good girl today. Ew. Mm. That's a visual I never I have to remember this is your mom sitting next to me. No, you, you kind of do and you kind of don't. She's like so fucking I, nice to me. I can cope. It's okay. She is, she's like, she doesn't even hear it anymore. My mother-in-law, though, who I adore, she, I think, you know, my husband never swore around her. Still doesn't. She doesn't swear. I think I've heard her say the word shit, like, once. And... I swear on myself around her. And I told her to listen to the podcast, and she's like, well, when I got through the first half, I started to get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> That's she should not listen to the oh my Amy God. episode. Oh, the no. Amy episode. I love being a whore. <laughs> but, I love mean, being a whore. I love, oh, my God, is that me? Oh, my God, Dave. I love being a it's, whore. I love, I, it's on I, record. I, it's on record. Were you with me when I was in my 20s? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, TMI, thank TMI. you. TMI. <laughs> my mom walked me through all those missteps. Oh, but. yes. But anyway, back to risk. Back to housing. Back yes. to housing. Well, and truly, I, I think, and the reason, like I said, why we're here together is because, well, we walk our brides through one enormously beautiful, expensive, and extraordinary day. You walk couples or brides or grooms or grooms and grooms or brides and brides or whomever. Whomever. Through another huge milestone. And Correct. they tend to coincide. And sometimes it's 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 a total mind fuck, honestly, because like it's a lot of money and for both. I mean, you're trying to put down a down payment, you're trying to put down a down payment for a venue. And I mean, do you think brides can have it all? Like or should they space it out? Like, well the how key can word we do here, this better? Yeah, well the key word here is planning. I think there's a huge misconception that it's impossible for newlywed couples to afford a house. And the truth is that the best deals out there are for first-time buyers. And usually, newlywed couples are first-time buyers. That's true. So for almost the equivalent of what first month, last month, and security deposit would cost you, you have a down payment wow. for a house. Oh, I didn't even think about that. So it's kind of nuts, actually, if you're going Woman's to talk. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's unthinkable to me, actually, how much money is wasted paying somebody else's mortgage instead of building that's, your own equity. That's actually a really good point. And, and, and I honestly think you didn't pressure Chris or me into buying a house. We came to you and said, like, we're ready. You were ready. We were ready. But it was, it was hard. And we, like, as you know, you know. And I endured your husband's panic attacks. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, Chris has given the shit that beat out of him this last few weeks. But, yeah, no. Chris it felt like very... such a huge responsibility. It did. it did. It's not really much different than being responsible to paying a landlord. You've got to pay the bill. So what? Or else they're going to kick you out. <laughs> and we don't like being, I mean, I've only ever been kicked out of one bar. True story. Didn't oh, know you, that. Uh, learned something new today. There we go. Here we go. <laughs> oh my, I learned no, something new today. I dated whatever. But. Yeah, next. Okay, <laughs> there is a story there, and I want to hear it. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure I do. I call, oh, right, mom's here. <laughs> no, this is actually key. 
I swear this is clean. I dated her ex-boyfriend, and we went to You this- dated your mom? No. No, ew. not mine. No. Oh, ick. I- no. Back no, up. No. So the bar I got kicked out of, the waitress, who I like to call Swiss Miss, because she had two blonde braids that came down. She she was cunty. Ah. Ooh. Ah. Shut up, Nathan. Shut up, Nathan. <laughs> and and they, uh, Nathan's like, can I say anything? No, she... She, I started dating her ex-boyfriend. I didn't know. Just I wasn't the. I did my mom just say it? I mean, no, you oh. just said that no. word right in front of your mom. Yes, I'm she so says it all. <laughs> okay, no, go ahead. She no didn't filter. want me in her bar. Swiss Miss was. Swiss Miss kicked me out of. Uh, I can't remember. It was on my campus at U of I, University of Illinois, and uh, I dated her ex-boyfriend. I wasn't the cause of their breakup. I just dated after, and I truly didn't even know that. Right. I mean, I really was for the first time. I was innocent. I'm like, I, the only time I can say I got kicked out of a bar, I really didn't do anything wrong. Like she just, she yeah. just didn't. Yeah. So I mean. So there you go. Swiss Miss. <laughs> Wherever you are. Swiss <laughs> There you go. There you go. Um, so it's it's funny. I I think that like going back to being serious and like achieving it all. You know, Mom, I, I saw something. You were interviewed, and I love to read things back that people have said because it makes me happy. Um, and also, I think that it's in print, so anyone else can find this too. Um, but you said, and this is truly awesome, the biggest lesson learned from riding the market waves is that there will always be a real estate market because life cycles are the driving force. People will marry and divorce. Babies will be born, and parents will need to downsize. Life happens regardless of the state of the economy. And thank God for that. <laughs> I love this quote. I mean, it's really, it's you You are such an educator, and this is a, a teaching experience on so many different levels, but people will get married. People will, unfortunately, get divorced. That's a whole other topic. But people buy homes, and people move on. And Listen, if you're... Newly married, you suddenly find yourself pregnant with twins, and you're living in a studio apartment over Newberry Street. Guess what? You're moving. <laughs> yeah, you know that it's just happening, and so it might as well be a well thought out, well planned yeah. move that serves the rest of your life. Exactly. Okay. Or the next step, like kind of. I knew when Chris and I bought our first house that it wasn't my forever house, and it yet was... it was during a downturn. Do you remember? We yep. were at the height of the market the last cycle yep and i know we had a conversation that said buy something that you can live in you're going to be here at least seven years to get out whole and that proved to be right on target my mom was totally on it It was it was actually my seven-year house turned into my 11-year house (laughs) but honestly that was just because chris and i got lazy and like (laughs) (laughs) no comment and well no truly and then i'm like shit i got two kids and one of them's like a little crazy boy beast who cannot live you were on top of one another so we Regardless of where the economy happened to be or where where the rest of the world was, your life said you're moving. Well, and the thing is, do you think that brides and grooms have to get married or, or have to – can we do everything out of order? I'm so sick of there being a particular cycle to this, like, as far as – It's already happening out of right? order. Right, like, because I feel like – I think the order's gone. It right? has been for years, almost a whole generation of Good. being out of order. Because I'm so – like, why – I feel like people get married. They buy the house. They have the baby. There's somebody who I want to bring in an interview who I love who – had the baby is buying her house and then is like shit I gotta get married <laughs> like, and I, I think I know this you gal. do know that girl yeah. Lexi I'm gonna bring your ass in yeah um, she but no I kind of I kind of love that they rage against the machine uh, like the societal machine rather you know it's it's not something that a lot of people do and and I I think I need to remind our audience is that 
maybe you should space it out. I don't care what order you do it in, but buying a house and getting married in the same year and having a honeymoon might cause you to have to prioritize out some of the I'm other seeing maxed out credit cards right now well, that's no, not right? a good place to and be you don't want that's you don't want to start your your like the, the wedding is one thing but the marriage is something else what up gangsters from pod617.com it's Shawshanked the podcast I'm your host Uncle Buck Nick Stevens you want to talk to God let's go see him together Matty Blake come on do it kill me it's Georgie Kip this movie has everything kiss masks Lee Trevino Shawshank, movies that you get Shawshanked by Shawshank. I guess I just miss my friend. Shawshank. Make sure to check for new episodes of Shawshank regularly at pod617.com, the Boston Podcast Network. In pod, we trust. That's actually your point. Back up here a minute. How oh, much oh, stress? Just there into she my- goes. Oh, Lynn. She yeah, just I know, into I my know. Mom. How much stress should any newly married couple take on? Knowingly. All at the same time, knowingly. Um, buying a house is one of the more stressful things that you can do. Yes, absolutely. Getting married, I think, is one of the more stressful <laughs> things you can do unless you cop out like you did, but that's another <laughs> story. Oh, shit, Lynn. <laughs> oh, it's back. Oh, oh it's yeah, back. You know you kind of deserved that. Uh, remember how I told you my mom didn't talk to me? Oh, shit. Honey, I wouldn't have cared if it was at a bus station. I just wanted to be you there. You think I'd fucking get So did you really seat. walk out of the room when she told you? I did. What? Walked out of her apartment Picked up your purse down and the walked street out. and left, and we did not talk for our Six weeks, a month. And then she threw me a little brunch thing. I don't remember if I talked about this. My sister dressed up as Elvis. It was very cool. And we read our oh, vows. But, it but wasn't it was worth losing my kid over, but no, it was close. But you were hurt. But it was close. Yeah. It was yes. close. But you know what? But And, you know, this, this podcast is running on Thanksgiving. And so, I mean, I'm truly thankful that you were able to get past it. And I got past it. And everyone got past it. And, you know... I think that a lot of what happens also when you're buying a house and when you're getting married and the stressors get the 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 best of you and you can't let that happen. I mean, it's Thanksgiving. I'm grateful and I'm thankful for you truly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like who is this kid? I don't know I don't anybody. Know. I don't but know. Happy. No, it's it's <laughs> no, but it's so f- yeah, I don't like I don't cry really, but yeah. no, but the, my mom's anniversary is November 24th. My mm-hmm. anniversary is November 26th. Uh, I'll always just remember it as the Friday after Thanksgiving. Chris and I used to have to look on the calendar for a long Dark time. Friday. Well, you want to talk Friday, about romance. I flew in with you and your sister for my wedding on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. We got married the Saturday night and Sunday morning. Guess what? We got in an airplane and went back home. (laughs) How many years ago? Uh, 20. <laughs> <a lot. laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, 28 years ago. Wow. Yeah, I know. 28 years ago. I know. You were younger than I am now. Yep. That's fucked up. Yep. Would you do crazy. it differently if you were? Not even the slightest. Actually, it was our accountant who told us to get married then. <laughs> wow, True that's story. so romantic, mama. <laughs> True story. He said it would save us a lot of taxes if we got married before the end of the year, so we did. I didn't know that. You didn't know no. that? That's the truth. <laughs> that's the I truth. remember your cake. 
And she didn't wear white because we know she I didn't wore purple. To. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I did. I wore purple. <laughs> they say that still that, my favorite. That purple people who choose purple make good decisions. Truly, that's like a a whole Pantone. I never thing. knew that either. It's true. But there so you go. yes, but no, but it's it's very funny. I do I do remember your cake because actually I've always, as we all know, I'm like obsessed with wedding cakes, eating it, making them, whatever. It was gorgeous. It was gorgeous, and it was. I I still haven't really seen it. It was like a picture of regular like two or three tier cake. It was wrapped in a very thin layer of white chocolate, mm-hmm. and it was, but it was, it was, it was ahead of its time. I would say it was really, and I remember it. And every time I look through your wedding album, I mean, I don't do it all the time. That'd be weird. But like, I am like, oh my god, that fucking cake was amazing. But, I have a question. Yeah. So, um, as I'm handing you a note, so a lot of people spend a lot of money on a wedding. But they also want it's about the same as a down payment for a house. Yep. So what if so what do you say? What if they can only choose one? Is it worth it to say, OK, it's about the marriage, not the wedding. Should we save that money and put it towards a down payment? From my vantage point, absolutely, because the house builds your financial security for your entire life. You've got to live somewhere. It might as well be a place you really, really feel great about that you've chosen um, it's hard to get totally excited about just one night that costs a bloody fortune. Yeah, try a bat mitzvah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Since no. when did they become mini weddings? That's what I want to know. Yeah, I, 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 I can't even. That's another podcast. That's other, like, not even one that I want to do. Yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> I've had All it good. Being, All good. being on the venue side. I've had it twice where fathers of a bride said, I can give you a chunk of change and you can take this and plan your wedding. Or you can go and put this for a house. One time they canceled the contract and they went and bought a house. Went the other time. Well, ironically, Deb ended up taking that benefit because the money we would have spent on her wedding, I gave her for her down payment for their first house. That's it is true. Yeah. And so. and I have to say and like and I'm and now it's not even just the it wasn't just the seven year house, but Well now I bought you your dream house. Mm. But isn't that also the point is that if you buy wisely and you live through the cycles, then you are building equity that helps you step up to the next level. It's why I like my business so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh snap. You know, it's so funny. So I've literally seen you deliver dream houses to your clients. Like I spent my teenage years baking cookies for your open houses, which cracks me up. True. Uh, I spent a lot of evenings in your we- in your wedding. Oops. <laughs> Where's my <laughs> Only one. In your office <laughs> as you were doing, you know, as you were turning offers or whatnot. Like how and I, I asked this in my wedding planners the kind of the same question. Like how do you extract such information from your clients who don't don't really know exactly what they want i don't like i have to tell you i didn't know what a cape house was and if you're not from from the east coast i don't even think they exist in california like do you know what i mean like it's all in asking the right questions and asking them over and over again in different ways so that you mm-hmm. get an answer that's really clear to everybody so if somebody says to me i want a big yard Boy, if you've been in Cambridge your whole life, a big yard is a postage stamp. But if you're coming here from Ohio, a big yard is three acres. <laughs> so you <laughs> better understand way. what a big yard looks like. What does a big yard mean to you? <laughs> exactly. I know it's such a mundane <laughs> question, but it's exactly what Did I, I do. Did I say that in my sexy voice? I, <laughs> Was I'm that your just, nighttime I'm DJ quiet. voice? That's my nighttime, Deborah. I'm, I'm keeping quiet. <laughs> after dark. <laughs> That's my dark. All right, Mom, we're going to listen to a real, real estate after dark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That does not work. I've been really 
song. I love that song. So Dave's going to play us at What Went Wrong, so we're going to listen and get our feedback. Okay. But a bride called our consumer watch team saying her wedding pictures were horrible. She wasn't kidding. She paid a professional to capture her memories, but tonight Amanda Taylor shows us what she actually got for her money. It's been awful. I have people asking me, well, where's your wedding pictures? Where's your wedding pictures? And I have our frame in the hallway that's been blank since the day after our wedding six months ago. Instead, April Rhodes has all of her pictures on a flash drive, which wouldn't be so bad if you could make them out. They're awful, awful, awful. Don't adjust your TV or your glasses. This is how a professional photographer captured her big day. Almost every one of them are out of focus. There oh are a few God. that are usable. See, these ones are in focus. And now we're not in focus. Most have something wrong with them. There are some that just don't make sense, like the back of a pew, a hand in the way, or how about this one, a candid shot of a photography assistant in the foreground. Other pictures have a strange line that runs through them, or they're just too dark. He wasn't even taking the time out. What the bloody fuck? Do you like that, Carrie? You like that look. Oh. What the, what, wait, I said, what the bloody well, you, oh my, It's not like you can do a redo. Oh, my God. Well, I, I mean, this to me, this goes down to referral. We talked a lot about. Oh my! <laughs> oh god! With a stranger in the background. So she found she found the creepy picture. <laughs> yes. It's very strange because it's like, where did this referral come from? Right. Who is this photographer? It sounds like they were drunk. If you're like the back of the pew, like what the fuck? Like what were they doing? And there's no reason why with today and Google and Wedding Wire and all the websites why you wouldn't go and read some. No, but what do you do now? That's that's a good point. Okay, what do you do now? Can you throw them into Photoshop? Can you? Doesn't sound like it. Those are there's like... this crazy program that makes any picture look like Monet painting. Well, maybe you have <laughs> maybe you throw that's it in one idea. of theirs. At least you got something. Well, and then I think you start asking <laughs> all <laughs> Carrie's just, like. This is another website that I found. <laughs> Get off the what? Yeah. What do you? Okay, um, but no, I think the one thing you have to do too is, I mean, we're in the iPhone era. So I think you have to ask everybody who took pictures that night to send give you, them to you. to send the to send you pictures, and then you you know take it to the courts or you figure out or at least get your money back because. You no, didn't. But that doesn't change it. You it does, can't no, it fix this. It. You can, this is one that you really can't fix. But I would I would highly suggest asking like. So that's why they should hire you instead. Well, because that my photographer that just ding 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 yeah <laughs> yeah bitch it no I'm kidding that wouldn't happen. That just wouldn't happen because nobody in my network would would either show up drunk because that sounds like drunk, like backup hues, things that don't make sense. Like that doesn't sound like you can't focus your camera. Like maybe they thought they just got eyes. the camera that morning. Probably, yeah, seriously. you know, they got the check for the, the yeah. Photography or they're and like, I'm so drunk, I can't even. <laughs> like they, they're, they're, I they're, think they're, that's the bride. I think that sure. she's wearing white. She's fine. It's like the pew. <laughs> it's the pew. It's the pew with, like, the, with the bow on it. That's, yeah. a, that's some nice wood. <laughs> oh, we're back to this again. Oh, my mom come said on, that. I was going to let the wood go. But no, but I'm just saying, like, they, maybe they thought their eyes were focused, but they were so 
drunk that their camera was out of focus. Like, do you know what I mean? Maybe they were actually seeing Maybe clearly. Maybe it was a photography student doing an assignment. Yeah, and like, seriously. I mean, I'm going to say a freshman. <laughs> a freshman in high you, school. You get, what, <laughs> school. you get what you pay for. Well, and I think that's, that you hit a huge point. Totally. So, and, and we've had planners come on this show, and we've had people who are in our industry come on the show, and, and and unfortunately, I'm not saying that you should get gouged, and I'm not saying it's okay to get gouged, but people who have experience and who have been in this industry a long time demand a certain price, and they should be able to get it because they're worth it, and you're not going to get shit from them. You're going to get what you ask for. I can't believe they even sent him. I would have rather set, like made up. If I was that photographer and I saw that, I would be like, My camera died. Oh, my God. Oh, I had Yeah, my camera my just screwed up. My car got broken into. Yeah, yeah, like the flash drive is gone. I am so sorry. Here's all your money back. Like, Because that, that's going to destroy Like, Why would you even send those pictures? God, well, if they were dumb enough to take them that way, maybe he didn't even look. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. They weren't edited. <laughs> Have you, Mom, I mean, we talked a lot about what went wrong. Like, uh, you know, Nathan and I can share a million stories. Real estate, I mean, I'm sure you've had a bunch of stories as far as, like, where you've, like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Duh. You think? Yeah. And, that, and actually, we earn our keep when things go wrong. That's oh that isn't that okay, and just like you, we surround ourselves with a very special team of people we trust who we count on to pull together when things went wrong. Um, I just moved myself. My closings were from hell. Yes, (laughs) everything that could go wrong in two transactions actually almost did, and I've been at it twenty years. So things happen. That shit happens. It just does. See, I did that. Aren't you proud of me? And the whole key is who's going to help you fix it. Well, that's who's going to help you through it and who's going to help you through it, who you trust. And I think, exactly. I mean, Amy last last week commented about how, you know, trust is, is not a four-letter word. I mean, you, you need it pretty much for everything that you do. I mean, particularly when you're spending a huge chunk of money, whether it's a down payment or it's like your venue and your wedding, you need to trust the players. Well, in your business, the timeline Oh, and, and managing the timeline is everything. In my business, it becomes a fiduciary <laughs> obligation to manage the timeline. The timeline is everything. Well, the timeline is everything. And you also, like, I, when I bought a house, I felt like it was play money. Because I'm not even, like, you just, you know that it might have, like, here's the money you made from your house. Here's the down payment for the other one. And it's like, this is Monopoly money. Like, there's no... Like, <laughs> Too many but, zeros, right? Well, well, you never and, touch that and kind of money. In a gross way, I'm not... You know what I mean? But it, it was more in a way that's like, okay, it's... it's it, This doesn't even feel real, but it's real to you. Because you're... But that's kind of the point. Exactly. That's kind of the point. For the equivalent of first, last, and security, you probably can support a small condo. That's the beginning of a real estate portfolio, if nothing else. Even if you keep it to rent it later... And See, buy- that's genius, though, Mom, because that's the other thing. So if I think we just figured it out. So if you're getting married and you do want to coincide and, like, get married and buy the house, you can do it. But maybe you're not buying your dream house right off the bat. You're starting, like, what, what Chris and I did, our five- to seven-year house. Exactly. And you can stay in it 11 years. But, <laughs> but you know, you're, you're not. This or is two not, or three. It happens. Exa- well, no, but exactly. So you stay in it for just a minute at a time. Just to, It's almost like building your credit, you mm-hmm. know, and building things up. So, like, and you don't have to go for broke for that like you can have both these things concurrently if you want to but I personally think it's best to space them out give yourself some time to save for your wedding give yourself some time to save 
Ironically, what I'm seeing is that most couples are buying the place first and getting married second. Well, and that's fine because it's that's their priority, too. You know, mm-hmm. some people are like, I'd rather have the house than the wedding and do it backwards. So there well, you go. Thank you for coming in, Mom. I'm, so, I'm sorry about the swallow conversation. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, really. I, I, I think you told me I taught you everything. <laughs> I'm, I just want to personally deny that right now. <laughs> well, thank you. I love you. Everybody, Love thank you, you too, babe. Thank you so much for listening on Thanksgiving. Uh, we're glad you're here, and hopefully you're traveling happily and safely between house to house. Uh, don't forget to follow us on all the socials and buy the new uh, "Shut Up Nathan" shirt. No, totally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put. I'm gonna have Chris to yeah. "Shut Up Nathan." I will wear one. Oh my god! And Me too. Shut up, Nathan, and stay bitchless and ditch the bitch, ladies and gents. All subscribe. Right. Oh, subscribe. Send and an email. Give me five. Send an email. Ooh, send me an email. Oh, after the fam- after Thanksgiving, there's got to be a really good, totally. lots of stories. Juicy, juicy. Hello at bitchlessbride.com. Thank you. It's like, shit, I got to get married. <laughs> <laughs>